We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870, taking it till 8 o'clock tonight. Mike Detilla along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear. We uh, told you the news. I got it in from the Titans. Uh, Rand Carthon is their new general manager there. Comes from the San Francisco 49ers. Former Florida running back. Played in the NFL a little while and uh, was their director of pro personnel. But, Bob. Well, that in- makes sense. In- interesting deal is coming out of Detroit. Ben Johnson who is their offensive coordinator. And uh, I know him a little bit through Pete Jenkins. Pete had worked with the Dolphins when Ben was there. He was an offensive assistant. He coached the tight ends there. And then he goes to Detroit. And he was a tight ends coach. And then he becomes the offensive coordinator uh, there. And he's been a hot name. People wanted to talk to him. He has informed the Lions that he's staying. He was slated to travel tomorrow well, to interview with the Carolina Panthers, and he says, nope, not going. So that tells me a couple things. One, I think Ben can read the tea leaves here. Uh, I think that owner's looking for bigger game yeah, than, yeah. than me. And I think, boy, he's got some skill set to work with right. with the Lions. And, man, a healthy Jamison Williams for a year? Oh, well, they're uh, going to be pretty doggone good. Well, Mike, I think he sees a lot of upside with the Lions. And uh, and look what it, he's done for yeah. Jared Goff. Without a doubt. Uh, so uh, you build upon what you did this season, going into next season. Hopefully uh, he's thinking the Lions make the playoffs. And then you uh, build upon that and you parlay and take a better opportunity. So I, I think that's where they're totally at. Uh, but uh, I don't know. Uh, does anyone... In America, I guess if you live in Green Bay or Minnesota or maybe uh, Chicago, who can hate the Lions? <laughs> the Lions are a feel-good story. The same thing, I don't know, Cleveland Browns. Uh, when you look at Cleveland and Detroit, uh, the Super Bowl era, they've never been in the big dance. Uh, so they, the ultimate underdogs, you look at the dog pound Cleveland. I always say that. That would be the uh, most awesome Super Bowl now, I don't know if the TV networks are like this, but like the Lions against the Browns. I mean, because they won. I don't won, think TV would be too thrilled no, with no, that. No, 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 because they didn't won anything. It's just basically the same market. Look out the proximity. It's a great storyline. Yeah, great storyline. The proximity, Detroit to Cleveland. So, uh, uh, listen, the Fighting Camels. Uh, Dan Campbell was on, uh, on ESPN2 with Peyton and Eli Manning. I mean, uh, look at him. Uh, evaluating a game and where they're at, uh, and commentating. I mean, t- to me, that was awesome. I mean, Dan Campbell, to me, 
If you don't like Dan Campbell, uh, uh, all of these politically correct or like, uh, oh, that's too brutal. No, the NFL is a physical sport. What are you talking about? You got to bite him in the kneecaps. I mean, and he's uh, played it. He got the credentials to throw at you. Uh, uh, come on. Uh, uh, a lot more than uh, somebody in junior high school, they, high school talking about it. Believe me. That's why when you look at uh, any network that might promote like uh, the NFL changing, whether it be CNBC or whatever, and I listen to them all. I'm going to tell you what, uh, Mike, that one guy that texted me, well, why is Abraham listening to CNN? I listen to everything. I listen to Fox. You must be changing in batteries no, to the remote I, control I, quite a bit. I <laughs> listen to everything. I listen to Fox. I listen to CNBC. I listen to CNN. I listen to all the networks. You know why? I want to broaden my horizons. I'm smart enough uh, to filter out everything uh, what's BS and what is the truth? So the whole thing with CNBC and all, they're trying to like uh, everybody's the, 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 got a little bit of a spin on that. No, the whole Come thing on. with uh, what happened in Buffalo with the player injury. Uh, hello, it's a physical sport, and somebody might get hurt and they might die. I mean, uh, whether you want to accept that or not, it's like oh, oh, it's like oh, you got to be sensitive. Look, look what happened to Russell Gage, and God bless him. He is recovering. Right, he's look at Russell mo- Gage last yeah, night. He's got movement in his extremities. He did go on Instagram and uh, I think also uh, Facebook and, and say that, hey, he's feeling okay. Hey, but, man, hey, <laughs> he, t- I, he took a brutal hit last night I get, to the neck. I get ticked off the more when somebody comes on and they never played the game. It might be CNBC and whatever and saying, well, we basically got to change the NFL Player safety. What? Player safety? The modern-day gladiators. It is like tackle football. I mean, come on. Somebody might get hurt. That's what we sign up for. Now, whether you talk about guaranteed contracts or whatever, now, with that being said, they'll never have that. Because some player might say, well, I'm hurt. I'm not playing. That's why you have guaranteed contracts in basketball and baseball, because you don't have the physicality you have in football. But they will, and I'm going to tell you, the NFL owners and all the NFLPA, they they'll negotiate. They'll never have guaranteed never. contracts. because the you quarterbacks to, might get it. Uh, you, yeah, because they're protecting them. But not the whole team. Not the whole team. Uh, you I agree with that. you. I, yeah. uh, just got a note in from a guy who's been a regular with us, Gary Smith, who covers Tulane Green Wave. And, Does an uh, outstanding job. Green Wave, uh, after making it a game in the first half, now 48-32, Houston. The Houston Cougars showing why they're the number one team in the country. 48-32 to over Tulane. Yeah, we'll be well, back with more sports talk here on the Big 870. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. 
Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike Detillier along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Hebert, on our Oakland Hard Jewelers Talk and Text Line. Troy Rink, uh, Broncos insider for Denver 7 TV. Troy, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. No problem, guys. Glad to be here. Troy, uh, man, uh, you in the vortex of uh, the one guy who was in the news all over in Sean Payton. So uh, give us uh, some insights on what's happening there and expectations of what could potentially be a landing spot for Sean Payton. Yeah, he interviewed with the Broncos today in Los Angeles. We haven't heard much about that interview, but what I do know was he was going to be interviewing the Walton Penner group as much as they were interviewing him. <laughs> That's no surprise. <laughs> no, you guys know Peyton way better than I do. So asking tough questions, wanting answers. Is he comfortable with the Walton Penner group and CEO Greg Penner? Because he had a family-type relationship in New Orleans. He was very comfortable with Mickey Loomis. Does he feel that same fit there? And if not, then what? You know, Does he go on to Carolina, use it for leverage? I don't think so, personally. Uh, from people I've talked to, and he also has the leverage of TV that nobody else in this chase has. And he could easily say, you know what, it just doesn't feel right. I'm going to go back to TV for a year and wait till there's more openings a year from now. But they would be willing to pay him the most money, the Pinner Group. They could pay him upwards of $25 million a year easily and not blink an eye. Uh, and I don't think he'd have any problem coaching Russell Wilson. I just Is it enough comfort level for him to feel like, yeah, I can win here. I can feel comfortable with how they're going to operate. And I don't know the answer to that. And that's what makes it interesting. But with Jim Harbaugh bowing out yesterday, and I don't know if Harbaugh bowed out because he knew he wasn't going to get the job. I think so. He, uh, he's think he's he wanted an NFL job, Troy. That, I've talked to enough people who know him. He was playing footsie with NFL teams. And he wanted one of them to make them this mega offer of $20 million a year, and he would come back to the NFL. But nobody was willing to pull that trigger on those, those type numbers. With Sean, I think what you say is correct. It could exceed the $20 million a year. And now you got David Tepper, who's what, what, we're $25 billion, and the Walton family in the $60 billion. Come on, that 25 22 to 25 isn't going to be an issue with them. Yeah, and you know, Troy, uh, it comes out who has the bigger you-know-what, uh, whether it's the Broncos or the Panthers with the ownership. Uh, you know, there's a lot of pride in that uh, when you're trying to attract a coach. But uh, with that being said, uh, when I look at, uh, and I think uh, Sean Payne uh, realizes this, uh, that uh, he said the triangular uh, relationship, uh, ownership, front office, uh, and the head coach, how, how do we mesh and all that. Uh, but to me, okay, okay, let's just say we back in late July and August, and all of a sudden Russell Wilson's coming to the Broncos. Then we all speculate from the national media perspective that the Broncos got a pretty damn good roster. And who who wouldn't want to be a head coach for the Broncos? And then I think Sean Payne probably thinks 
like a lot, a lot like with Drew Brees, that uh, I can turn Russell Wilson around because when I look at the Broncos, you want to talk about a team that has underachieved. I mean, what more than the Broncos? I think that they'd have posted a child in the whole NFL what they did this season, considering maybe the, the prospects. We look back in August before training camp or during training camp and what they actually achieved. Yeah, listen, this is a team that we I thought was going to be 10-7. and 7. I thought the floor was 7-10 and 10 and to end up where they did. I mean, it was just a cascade of failures, lack of discipline, lack of accountability, and Russell Wilson easily having the worst season of his career. Sean Payton, I'm sure, feels like he could bring out the best in Wilson. He did it with Teddy Bridgewater. He obviously had 14 seasons with Drew Brees, right. Hall of Fame play. He won with Taysom Hill. I will say this. Part of the reason they got into issues last year is Nathaniel Hackett's offense works for Aaron Rodgers, and it works. Russell Wilson's offense he ran in Seattle works. The, when you combine those two recipes, it tastes like pine tar. It was awful. And it was hard <laughs> to watch. It just burned the retinas to watch them. They averaged 14 points a game for basically the first 15 games of the season. You might as well put them in black and white TV uh, film. That's how they use leather helmets. That's how bad their offense was. It wasn't that they were bad. They were bad and boring with a franchise quarterback. But Russell's 34. There's reason to believe, based on the way he played against the Chiefs twice and the Chargers, that he can bounce back. And everyone knows, you guys more than I, how creative an offensive mind Sean Payton is. There's no reason to think he can't get the best out of Russell. And what is that? Is that a top 15 quarterback? Perhaps their defense is really good. There's no question about yeah. that. They'd have to give up a first-round pick to get him, which hurts because they do have one, but it's the Niners' first-round pick. So that could be the last pick of the first round. That hurts because this roster, they have issues offensively. Defensively, they only need a couple pieces. Offensively, they may have five to six new starters next year with left guard, center, right tackle, and they're going to need a running back until Javante Williams gets healthy and maybe even another receiver. So – they would have to add talent to get Sean Payton to, you know, like what he sees. But I do believe it is going to come down to, is he going to believe in this ownership to let him have power, let him have control, and let him do his job? Because I don't think he's going to sign up to do this if it's going to just be meddling, unrealistic expectations. And that's the thing, man. It is, it is toxic here right now. It's seven straight years of no playoffs since 2015. When you walk in here, and most coaches, and Sean Payton would probably understand it more, but the expectations here are almost unrealistic every year, and fans have no patience right now based on the last seven years. Well, uh, Troy, with that being said, and you bring up the defense, I know Sean Payton, uh, is, is he, he realizes uh, like offense, defense, special teams, and all that. And, uh, I mean – I'm a fan of Vic Fangio, uh, you know, outside linebackers, Coach Pat Swilling and Ricky Jackson in the Dome Patrol, and the defense is outstanding. So, uh, Troy, I think if Sean Payton looks at that the defense will still be kick-ass and uh, be amongst the best, that I, I can I, I, I could fix uh, the freaking offense. Uh, I'm going to get that done. Now, he's supremely uh, confident, uh, uh, Troy. Uh, Believe uh, me, uh, yeah. you'll find out real quick. Uh, uh, so I'm thinking if he thinks like, um, you know, defense and special teams, they just give me the offense, uh, that we'll have success. And all I know is everyone was down and out on Drew Brees. This is post-Katrina 2006. Drew Brees doesn't pass the physical with Nick Saban and the Dolphins. 
And so he comes to the Saints. I don't know, my shoulder, my shoulder. And then it was magical. Anything you get over a decade, and this was 16 years. I mean, the Saints always being relevant with Drew Brees and Sean Payton. Don't you think the Broncos fans would accept that right now? So let's say it's like 2037, and Sean Payton's there, and the Broncos are relevant over the next, uh, you know, over the next plus decade or a dozen years, like 15, 16 years. I think the Broncos fans would sign up for that. Oh, 100%. I mean, again, you, for 30 years, better part of 30 years, they were in it every year. That's what's made this so unusual. These six straight losing seasons, they haven't done that since 1963 to 72. So to your point, like when they'd have a bad season, then, you know, and go six and 10, the next year they'd go 10 and six. A bad season used to be seven and nine because even when they were not good, they would win games at home. They've lost home field advantage. And the AFC West, they are comically bad. They are now six and 18 in their last 24 AFC West games. They've lost 15 straight to the Chiefs, six straight to the Raiders, who haven't been very good during that time. The only team they're even competitive against is the Chargers. That's, and this year they did not win a road game in the United States all year. Whoa. The only road game they won was in London. Oh. That, so that's the issue. Sean Payton would come in and be a huge upgrade. With all you know, due respect to Nathaniel Hackett, it was just he was over his skis from day one in terms of the regular season. The moment they lost in Seattle, the clock was kicking to get him get him fired because he just looked like he had there was no discipline. They led the league in penalties. It didn't look like he knew what he was doing with clock management and their offense just could not score points. They had one touchdown in the third quarter until the last three weeks of the season. So John Payton would be a huge upgrade. Fans would welcome him. I think the expectations might be a little unrealistic in terms of that first year. But if he came in and he went 10-7 and or even 9-8 and and they were in in it the last year and Russell Wilson looked functional, the fans would love that. They just want to be back in the hunt. The Broncos haven't even been relevant in December for years. I mean, they were 6-6, six and six and they lost out under Vance Joseph. Vic Fangio got them to 7-6, and six yeah. and they lost their final four games. I mean, that's the issue. They're not in it the last two, three weeks of the season. So, John Payton would be welcomed here. He knows how to play. He grew up with the Bill Parcells model. He knows you have to be, play complimentary football. He understands all of that. Uh, so, I just don't know, does he want this? Because the money's going to be there. That's 100%. It's just, is this the job for him? Or does he feel like, you know what, yeah. I can wait a year and there's going to be a better job, and he doesn't have to take this job. That's the thing. Most coaches couldn't turn this type of money down. He can because he can be patient because he'll be the top coach out there next year. Well, um, you know, Troy, uh, we got a text and, uh, and because uh, you right there in the mix of things and um, – this is from, uh, let me see, 95-58. This is John Elway. What is John Elway's <laughs> influence on the Broncos? And then we got a text, and it says, John Elway wants Sean Payton. I mean, is there, uh, is, does he have any influence uh, with, with the, uh, the Waltons or what? This is a pinner decision, though, isn't it, uh, Troy? Yeah, yeah John, John, John Elway doesn't, not, is not involved with this. Yeah, he's really no longer involved in the organization yeah. in any way. He was when George Payton replaced him, he then Elway was phased out. Elway was not even around this year and he's only around as a consultant to George Payton 
and George Payton's hanging on to his job by dental floss. Yeah. There's no guarantee that he's the GM, <laughs> depending on the coach. That's if right. He wants to bring in his, his own GM. Payton could be out. I mean, Payton, the problem with George Payton, I, he's, a, he's a really good NFL executive. He was a great assistant GM. He aced all the pop quizzes with the guys 46 through 53 on the roster. He bombed the midterms on the quarterback and the coach and Randy Gregory and Cortland Sutton. Like He missed on their four biggest deals in the last year. He missed on every one of them. So if Peyton comes in and says, I want my own guy right. to be the GM, then George Peyton will not be the GM. I think George would work with Sean. George could work with anybody. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could work with Dan Quinn. <laughs> hey. He could work with Sean Peyton. But, hey. <laughs> yeah, John Elway is not involved in this decision. This uh, decision is going to be almost exclusively that of Greg Penner, the CEO. Yeah. Well, uh, Troy, let me tell you uh, this. My opinion, uh, being around the Saints and all that and uh, – relationships uh, with coaches in the front office that, uh, you know, was under the radar and the Saints, you got to give them a lot of credit. Uh, I'm not uh, poo-pooing on Mickey Loomis, but I think Sean Payton would trust Jeff Ireland. Jeff Ireland, watch if all of a sudden wherever Sean Payton uh, ends up, if Jeff Ireland doesn't follow. Don't be surprised. Yeah. Ryan Pace is also a name yeah, to yeah, be brought that, that, up. That's two names. Yeah, because yeah, we, Ryan we were, was a guy that yeah, worked yeah, with clear. Sean hand in hand. Ryan Pace and Jeff Arnold. Until he went to Chicago and then yeah. he bombed out there. Well, the Trubisky yeah. pick basically cut his throat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that was in the story. Yeah, Ryan Pace is a name I've heard here that if he were to join that he might push for Pace. I hadn't heard Ireland, but I have heard that Peyton might push for one of his own guys to be involved, whether as the GM or some type of significant role. And again, the the Penners didn't hire George Payton. That's the problem that Nathaniel Hackett ran into. Penners took over in August officially. They didn't hire George Payton. They didn't hire Nathaniel Hackett. Because trust me, if George Payton had his way, he would have given Hackett one more year because it reflects terribly on him. Yes, right. His, his coach couldn't make it through one season. <laughs> he made it 15 games. It was the fastest fire in basically since 1978. I mean, it was that bad. I mean, he deserved to be fired. I was surprised he didn't make it through the end of the year, but it was that bad. But let me ask you guys, yeah. do you think Peyton would want the challenge of Denver over waiting? Would he? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, 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 because it's I'm not, tell- even, not even uh, thought of. Hey, hey, yes. Troy, I think because he would view Russell Wilson like Drew Brees. I'm not, Russell Wilson's not damaged goods. Drew Brees had that hurt shoulder. All of a sudden, Nick Saban and the Dolphins, they don't pass him on the physical. And then he comes to the Saints and they work miracles. I mean, Sean Payne thinks Russell Wilson can still play. Now, I'm not talking about the next decade. Can you get like maybe four or five years, a handful of years? Uh, I think Sean Payne said, I could point Russell Wilson in the right direction considering the money they have committed to him way more than Colin Murray with the Arizona Cardinals. Colin Murray now, he's dysfunctional. I think uh, Sean Payne can work with Russell Wilson. That's just my opinion. And he's got a tailor-made defense. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he could bring – I mean, I'm not sure if he'd still bring Vic Fangio just because Vic was just here. (laughs) Yeah, right. But that really would be weird. Uh, 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 But Vic Fangio's a top defensive coordinator. Yeah, well, the guy that replaced him, uh, Ijiro Evero, is running He's really good. And he's good, so I don't know if Sean would just keep him because they're running the same defense. It's just – 
Yeah. It's got more fangs to it. They're, they they make the quarterback more uncomfortable than Vic did. Vic played a little more zone. He's, you know, he's a little reluctant to blitz. Averill had a real feel for when to blitz this year, and he worked under Fangio, Avero. I mean, he's hey. literally running the Fangio defense. But regardless, yeah. I don't think the Fangio thing would be a deal-breaker if he wanted yeah. to bring him back. I think it would be a little awkward yeah. because Vic was fired here. It didn't end No, Vic's great. humble. Vic's but, humble. I, I know Vic. Vic can handle it. I and, mean, he, and it's a new owner, correct? I mean, he's like Wade Phillips yeah. and all it's that. It's a new he owner. Can, he didn't have anything to do no, with no, Fangio. No, he, he can handle it. Uh, now, now, Troy, when you look at um, – Listen, uh, Sean Payton, uh, Jim Harbaugh staying in Michigan. Sean Payton is still the top banana. When you look at uh, the charges, they keep their head coach. Because that, that's where I thought Sean Payton maybe ends up, end up. But you look at the Cardinals. You look at the Broncos. You look at the Texans. Uh, you, you look at the Panthers. All these teams. I think right now if you want to turn it over and have immediate success, show me a team better than the Broncos. To me, there's no team in the NFL when you, because six, seven, eight coaches get fired every year. To me, the Broncos would be the number one job. And I, I, I'm, I'm an outsider. I'm just telling you that I know Sean Payton and what he might be dealing with. To me, the Broncos might be the best opportunity. And it's close to his home in Corleone, Idaho. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's still in the mountains, Rocky right Mountains and all that. Yeah. Oh, does he have a home there? I thought he was building a new home in, in uh, Malibu area, too. He probably has that, too. He, he got probably... that, too, but he's got a home in Corleone. Corleone. I know. You know, Troy. Troy. Hemingway. Just like Colorado. Yeah. yeah. Troy, his neighbor is uh, God, Wayne Gretzky. Uh, Wayne Gretzky, the hockey player. Yep. His neighbor is Wayne Gretzky in Corleone. It's right there. You know, that skinny part of the neck of Idaho before yep. you go to the Canada. And all that. No, no. Sean Payne's, um, I don't know if he's international. I know he's nationwide for the United States. Uh, he, he wants. A ZZ uh, yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> yeah, he wants his cake and eat it too. And that to me, Denver is very attractive because. I would it, say, if, yeah. because I, I watched them in person, Carolina is a, probably easier to turn around because it's in the NFC, the division's easier. And if you trust, you had the yep, right quarterback, yep. you could turn. Because. I'm telling you what, their defense, Carolina, when I saw they were nasty. I mean, the Broncos couldn't block Brian Burns on Twitter. He absolutely killed them. Yeah. Right. And that defense was impressive, and they ran all over Denver. That was one of Denver's worst games. That's when I thought Hackett was going to get fired. Well, until well, then, they had played one-score games. But part of the reason I say that is because the path in the NFC, generally speaking, depending on how you view the NFC East, right. is always been easier. The AFC West is just tough. Because it's a dogfight. The Chiefs have had a stranglehold on this division the same way the Broncos did when they had Peyton Manning. But I don't, you know, again, I know Sean Peyton's ego. It's not like he's going to look at the AFC West. He thinks he can win anywhere. That's why I think the Texans, he's using them a little bit because I'm sure he feels like I get the right quarterback. I get a C.J. Stroud. I could go in there and win seven, eight games in first year in, you know, in Houston and be a savior. Yeah, and the AFC South. Could, yeah, the AFC South, uh, like very similar to the NFC South, whatever. But, Troy, when I look at, uh, like, uh, money and money that's involved, Sean Payne would never admit this. He wants to be the, the next $20, 25000000 million coach. I mean, he might not admit that, but I'm telling you. Uh, I've been around him. That's a bunch of BS if you don't admit this. Oh, it's all about the ownership and relationships. I'm telling you. That's he a can bunch hear of, that cash register uh, ring no, just no, like no, no, the no. both of us that, do. That, that's why I look at 
why I still like the Broncos and I like Carolina Panthers. I like their money. When yeah, you look at yeah. when you look at Mr. Tepler and Carolina. So if you sit out a year, you're giving up over twenty million bucks. But but I'm telling you, Tepler, they're going to meet in coaching. they're going to meet in New York and all that, and you meet with the Walmart money and all that, the Waltons and all that. It's like uh, who has the bigger, you know what, and who's going <laughs> to drop, you know? I'm telling you, it's like uh, it's like a, it's, it's a rich people problem. Yeah, uh, yeah. They, they fight against one another. So to me, when I look at the Broncos in Carolina. Uh, th- 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 that's a battle that they can hang with one another, the ownership. Troy, thanks so much for joining us tonight. We really appreciate it. And i uh, got a feeling we'll be talking some more uh, because I-, I think this is going to come to head real quick. Thanks, uh, I-, I really well, think it's going to come to a head real quickly. Thanks, Troy. We should know by the weekend. Also, my boss is Lionel Bienvenue, so I'll say hi. Oh, oh bro, Lionel old. was here for years God, that, that, oh, on that, Channel that, 8 that, here. That's ABC. like the late 80s. Yeah. Stuff. Whoa, whoa. I think it was maybe ABC back yeah, then I mean, before Fox. Lionel Bienvenue. Whoa, uh, that, that, that's that's awesome. Well, tell the, Lionel the, we said hello. That, that's, uh, I will uh, tell him. that's a name from the past. One of the things Lionel can uh, can hang on the mantle, uh, he was throwing passes to Peyton Manning when he was in high school. They were playing yeah, pitch and I catch. Love that video. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> that's good. Thank you, Troy. We appreciate it. Troy Rink from Denver 7 TV, Broncos Insider, and looks as though they're going to go all out to get Sean Payton. We'll be back with pick six right after this break here on the Big 870. Welcome back to Sports Talk on the Big 870. It's time now for pick six, brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Fellas, we all had pretty good weeks last week. I'm happy to announce that. Uh, everyone went above 500, which, you know, that was the wild card games. We all did really well. I went 4-2. and two. Bobby, you went 3-3. Three and three. Mike, you also went 4-2. and two. The Cowboys saved me from that embarrassing loss from the uh, by the Chargers in the Jacksonville. And so that's where we stand right now. Currently, uh, Bobby, you have the most wins, 71-64. and 64. I'm at 69-66. and 66. And Mike, you're at 61-56. and 56. This week, it's, you know, we call it pick six. This week it's pick four because we have yep, the four divisional games. Yeah, pick games. four, pick four. So Give it to us, Charlie. Yeah, let's jump right into it. We're going to start on Saturday with the uh, Jaguars at the Chiefs. The Chiefs are eight-and-a-half-point favorites at home. I'm going with the Chiefs. I'm going with the Chiefs. I mean, I am <laughs> Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs. Uh, I mean, uh, to me, I, I think it'll be a Chiefs uh, or Bills San Francisco uh, Super Bowl. I don't know. I, I'm going with the Chiefs and I'm um, giving up the eight and a half points. Uh, Charlie, you going with the Jaguars? Come on. Come yeah. on. He's going with yeah, the Jags. Oh, oh you're going. Eight and a half points is too much for me. Oh, I'm, that, that, I'm going that's with the Jaguars here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I knew that just by the look on his face. Well, yeah, no. Yeah. The, that would be, to me, uh, a feel good story. Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars, considering uh, the comeback they just had and they would beat the Chiefs. Mike, that, that's, on their own home turf. Oh, oh my God! No, no, no but uh, no, I'm going with Kansas City. Yeah, I, I just think they're a better the team. I think they win, Charlie's going but with the I think it's a little bit closer. I, I, I saw a lot from, uh, from them last weekend because I picked the Chargers. Then they go down twenty-seven nothing, fight all the way back. I mean, Doug Peterson, Trevor Lawrence, those cats. I like. I pull for Doug. I do pull for Doug. Doug Peterson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so that's yeah. the feel-good story. Now we're moving on to the one seed in the NFC. The Philadelphia Eagles are seven and a half point favorites at home against the Giants, fellas. Giants, give me that seven and a half. I think they'll keep it close. I think the Eagles win, but I think the Giants keep it close. I, I don't know. I'm going with the Eagles. I'm giving it up the seven and a half. Um, 
I would like the Eagles. Uh, I think now, uh, I don't know, Jalen Hurts on uh, my shoulder, my shoulder. No, he I, I was mean, not I, even on the injury report today. Oh, well, that's a good Wasn't sign. Even, was not on That's it. a good sign. I, I think um, the Giants are training in the right direction, but I could see the Eagles winning like, I don't know, 27-17. Uh, Mike, I don't know, 27-20, uh, to 20, then, they, then the Giants would cover. Uh, but I think the Eagles win, but I, I'm going to give up the 7.5 points uh, to the Giants. I'm a sucker for these feel-good stories, guys. I'm taking the Giants here as well. I'm the only one taking the Eagles and it. giving up the seven and a half. So I'm, I'm going against the two one seeds in both yeah, conferences. Yeah, right. But I think it's a lot of points. Once again, you know, the Giants seven and a half. E- even if the Eagles win by a touchdown here, I still pick up a W. So right. that's how, that's why I'm taking them. Up next, we got the Sunday game starting off with my game of the weekend, the Bengals at the Bills. Bills are four and a half point favorites at home. I'm going to go with the Bills. Um, okay. I- I'm actually doing something that we do in a project on Joe Namath. And watching the Jets and Namath, and then I watch the Bills, they look so similar. That man, their highest of highs, they look so good. And then they they can wet the diaper the next week. And they almost did it against the Dolphins. Uh, they made that game really close. Josh Allen turning the ball over. But I think it's the bounce back. I'm going with Buffalo. And um, I'll hand over that four and a half. Well, uh, Mike, I'm going to go opposite of you. I'm going to take the Bengals, I think, just for Joe Burrow. I'm going to take the four and a half points. I think the Bengals, uh, I mean, the Bills win by field goal, but the four and a half, uh, they might cover. I'm scared offensive line. Man, that that always concerns. I wish they had Von Miller. Uh, If they had Von Miller, I'd definitely be slamming the Bills right now. Well, well, you look at the Bengals. They uh, don't really need them with those three linemen out. Three of their starting offensive linemen Three of their five offensive linemen out. out. Yeah. That's tough. That's no, 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 difficult. No. Uh, you know what's crazy, and y'all bring that up? Because if this was Andy Dalton or anybody else, do you know who did not get anything done at the end of the game? Uh, that being uh, w- w- with the Bengals uh, and the Ravens. The offense didn't do anything. Joe Burrow was like three and out, three and out, three and out. Like Sam, they, they, they can they can thank Sam Hubbard and that defense. They bailed them out. Yeah, they did. They bailed them out. No, and I don't no. know what Huntley was thinking of at trying to reach that ball over from the one and a half yard line because that was not the play that was called. But again, sometimes you rather be lucky than good. And uh, Sam, who was a former running back, well, in high school at one time. Um, now he, he looked like he had the backpack on him the last. Thirty yards, but well, well, you got it in there for him. No, uh, you think about this: the modern day NFL and offenses. The Bengals and Joe Burrow, Mike. They just had two hundred thirty-four total yards. <laughs> I'm not saying passing. Uh, they had two hundred thirty-four <laughs> total yards against the. Uh, uh, you know, when you look at it, uh, to have a shot against the Bills. Now, the Bengals have won nine in a row. The Bills have an eight-game winning streak, so something has to give. So uh, all I know is uh, I think So you're that, going with the Bengals? I'm going with the Bengals and the points. I'm so split on this one. I, I think the Bills will win, but it might be by a field goal. So the I Bills burned ta- us all last I'm week. I'm taking the four and a half points. I think neither team looked very good. I'm taking the Bills here as well, begrudgingly so, because I feel like they do win. I don't know how close. I think it's going to be really tight. So, so Mike, you taking the Bills too, right? 
Yeah. Oh, I might have another advantage. I'm taking the Bengals Bobby, we've, in the points. we've picked the opposite game teams for each game so far. Uh, no, that's good. That's good. It, it makes so a lot of sense. So somebody will I'm eventually win on this. Up next, we got the Cowboys at the 49ers. San Francisco, three and a half point favorites at home. You know, I, I just like San Francisco's defense. They can run the football. They can control the tempo. And I think they can get after Dak who had an unbelievable game last night. I, I, I give him full credit. He was awesome. Uh, but uh, but you know what? I'm, I'm not going against San Francisco. Well, uh, San Francisco could be nine and a half, ten and a half. Mike, you well, know, I, I know that you ain't picking the cow, but no, that was that's the easiest no, one of the I three of us. Still, still uh, pick the 49ers. I'm going to give the three and a half points and take the San Francisco 49ers. I bet you Charlie goes with the Cowgirls. You know, the Cowboys really helped me out this past weekend. <laughs> three and a half. Oh, boy, I'm back and forth on this one. I feel like the 49ers win, so kind of similar to what I did with the Bills. I'm going to pick the 49ers here as well. So, Bobby, oh, we have the same pick. So, we all go with the 49ers. Yeah, all going there. Guys, I'll just interrupt the pick six with this. Uh, Houston has uh, finished it off 80-60 to 60 over Tulane. 80 to 60, number well, one ranked Houston over yeah, yeah. Tulane, 80 to 60. And, uh, and uh, Tulane shot six of 26 from three point range. Well, it, he ain't winning that. No, it, oh, nothing it, close, it, it, especially against a team like Houston. Well, if you're playing at home, uh, Mike, you got to hit like 50% of those threes. Oh, you're go close to that, especially yeah, yeah, yeah. against them. Yeah, when you uh, Man, the Cougars did just roll. But again, Houston beats number one ranked Houston, defeats Tulane Green Wave 80 to 60 tonight. And it's a wrap on pick six brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. We'll be right back to finish up the show after this. We're finishing up here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. We will be back tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Bobby and I will have Deuce McAllister on as our guest in the 4.30 time frame. Bob, finish for us tonight. All right. Bon nuit, les gens. Good night, people. Who that? Go Saints. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.